Good evening, and welcome back to another episode of Brown Tea Talks and Thoughts, a Brown Girl's Insight. I'm going to be your host today. My name is Erica, um, and I'm doing another Let's Ask Erica. For today's segment, today's episode, um, I want to talk about what I've learned or what we have learned so far in our 20s. So this is probably going to be broken up into like two episodes just because there's a lot. There's there's a lot. So let's go ahead and just get right into it. I think something we can all agree on as a collective is in your 20s, you come to a point to where you're like, fuck it. Do whatever makes you happy, forget what anyone else thinks, and have fun. Nobody else is going to make you happy, so why rely on other people's validation? And this also ties into family as well. Family family also has really high expectations of, you know, other people and their family, and we can feel the pressure, especially you know, in your 20s, you can really feel the pressure of like, I need to have a career, I need to own five properties, Um, I should have invested, I should have all my money tied into stocks, Um, I should be on my third kid by now, and I should have had a extravagant wedding. Yeah, no. No. That's it, just no. That's not... And it's so crazy because I remember, you know, when I was in high school, I had my whole life planned out to where I thought that by 25, that I would be trying to have a kid or possibly already have a kid. But I got a dog instead. (laughs) So, I mean, they're kind of the same thing, right? In a way. But, you know, I thought I was going to be married. I thought I thought that I was going to marry, you know, the first guy that I was in a relationship with. And I thought I was going to be, you know, already set in my career. But no. So not only does your family have expectations of you, but at a certain point in time, we all know that our past selves had expectations for where we are right now, the age that we are right now. And when you look back, it's kind of like, wow, what the hell was I thinking? What was I thinking? That's, that is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. I don't know what I was thinking. I was, I was on a time crunch. I was like, I need to settle down. Definitely do things that make you happy. You know, you don't have to say yes to everybody. You can say no. You have the right to say no. And I think that's another thing that I've learned in my 20s is I have the power to say no to anybody. Anybody, you know, and I feel like I'm starting to use that a little bit more. But it is hard because when you're so used to saying yes to everybody, it's like, you say no, or at least for me, I say no, and then I feel guilty. Or if some, if it's right there on the spot, I'll say yes, and then I backtrack, and then I'm like, 
you know what, actually, no, I don't really want to. But yes, make yourself happy because nobody else is going to do it for you. You need to find yourself and your own ways to make yourself happy because you cannot, your happiness does not depend on somebody else, which I have also learned. A lot, a lot of happiness needs to be discovered, but we're getting there. I mean, we're only 25, 26, right? 23, 24. We'll, we'll find, we'll find what makes us happy eventually if we haven't already found it. On the topic of having my life planned out, I have noticed that, well, I should say I have learned that my plan, my life, everything is completely different than from anybody else and what they have going on. Just because I go on Instagram and I see that my friends are getting married, that they have kids, that you know, maybe they have a condo or whatever, doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with me, doesn't mean, why don't I, why don't I have that yet, you know, there's, my plan is completely different, my journey is completely different, Um, when I see that people are already starting off with their careers and everything, yes, it can make me overthink my abilities and everything, but at the end of the day, I tell myself I have a completely different journey. And, you know, I'm also going with the flow. So that's an, that's another thing that I've realized is that everybody's journey is different. And I should not sit there and compare myself to my friends or people, just random people I see on social media. If you ever are overthinking and if you're ever thinking I should be here I should be doing this just like so and so or how come so and so has this and I don't that's not your life that is not your life and you want to have a unique journey you want to have unique experiences that you can share with other people you know you know you don't want to fall into that same category we always want to branch out and try new things so everybody has a different journey a different path and that is completely okay. We're not all going to be uniform. That's just not how it's going to be. What is for you will come to you when you are ready. And that is another thing that I have learned. The blessings are on their way. We just need to believe in ourselves more. And the more that we believe in ourselves, the more that those blessings become clear and come at you super fast. Another topic that, or another point that was brought up um i feel kind of relates more with women in a way well the way that i'm gonna point it out relates more towards women you don't bounce back easily after you gain weight which is true i've noticed i've noticed that i have gained some weight and i am honestly i'm happy about it but i know there are some people who are also hard on their bodies and expect to look a certain way because of what societal expectations of women i definitely think that if you're going to the gym to get a certain body type or whatever the case may be please just be happy you're going to the gym when i say this i mean be happy that you are implementing a positive effect on your body and don't damage that by having unrealistic expectations because everybody's body is different and i'll give you a little story back before covid i had this almost borderline obsession with getting thick with having a fat ass you know 
and to slim down like my chest and everything and i would go to the gym not constantly but like maybe three to four days out of the week and i would do um mostly legs and i did notice a difference yes I, it really just kind of toned my booty nothing much really but because i wasn't seeing this voluptuous fat ass like in an instant i would stop going to the gym and then i would get into the kick again and i'd be like i want this body type i'm gonna go to the gym so it's just a constant love-hate relationship with the gym and with my body and i felt like it started to take on some body dysmorphia symptoms a little bit but i had this obsession with just having the perfect body or like eating healthy yes you should eat healthy but you shouldn't restrict yourself from certain foods that you know that you like that make you happy like me i like deep fried stuff it's so good but my point is is that i had that mindset that i need to get thick i need to get thick where are the gains where's the booty where is it that i just i wasn't happy with myself i hated going to the gym because i'd be like what's the point of going to the gym if i don't have this body type already Maggie went to the gym and did the same stuff, and she has a big old booty. I don't understand what's not working. So that's why I'm saying, you know, don't have these unrealistic expectations on yourself. Just be happy that you're going to the gym. Just be happy that you're keeping your body active. Just be happy that you're taking care of yourself and your body. And recently, there's been this discourse on TikTok. I know, I know. Erica, you get your information from TikTok? I don't. But it's good to see firsthand experiences. But anyways, so there's been this discourse revolving around childbirth and the after effects it has on your body. And some women have said they started losing their teeth, liver failure, uterus removal. Anything you can think of, I'm sure someone has a story for it. It amazed me. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because women's bodies go through so much. So much and we're still so strong, you know? No matter no matter what the situation is, you are still very strong. Once again, it's like we go through so much that who cares if we don't have this ideally perfect body type after you just gave birth? after you know we're hitting well women kind of go through a second puberty so after hitting that second puberty who cares are you happy i feel like if you're happy and you're content you're fine we need to remove ourselves from or we need to remove that mindset that I need to look a certain way because in in actuality like it's what is it for society and the male gaze yeah no i'm okay <laughs> so our bodies go through so many beautiful transformations that we just need to relax take a breather 
And it's like, besides, the disgusting comments against women's bodies are coming from men that haven't even looked at their own. So... What does that tell you, you know? They don't even take care of themselves. And they're going to comment on somebody else to take care of themselves? Yeah, no. They need to look in a mirror. Okay, so this is going to be the last topic that I talk about. Oh, where do I start? Okay, so we all know college is a big loop and roller coaster, but you know how they sell you the dream of, oh, go to college, get a degree, and you'll get your dream job right away, right? Y'all remember that in high school. Like, you have to go to college if you want to make it in this world and blah, 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 blah. They're wrong. I mean, I'm sure we we can all clearly see that. But I feel like many of us in the humanities department know this very well. We are told to have our passions. Go to school for your passions. Make a living off of your passion. But we are not told that these companies will pay us nickels and dimes for our services, okay, and want us to have half a decade's worth of experience. It's ludicrous at this point, but it's not new. It's not new. Creatives do not thrive in this job market. So if you don't want to have a passion or know what yours is, then go for jobs that will get you hired right out of college, but do your research engineers, STEM people, all those subjects that deal with a lot of numbers and science, go for those, but be smart about it. Because right now I'm noticing that, yeah, people like art, they like artists, they like writers, but it's not a need. It's not a need. And I feel like it's so looked down on that it's like, when you do go for those jobs, they offer you a number, any old number. I've seen some jobs on Indeed for like $13 to work 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, full time. And it's like, why? Oh, and you want me to have a bachelor's degree? Oh, and you want me to have five years plus experience in a newsroom or writing for a magazine or whatever. And that's how much you're going to be paying me? And I got to do all this work? What? Makes no sense. So as I'm progressing and as I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my career and everything, I'm noticing that it's hard. And actually, I was talking with a friend of mine and he brought up a really good point that he, he, he made me think on this. And it's something that I keep thinking about, like I keep rethinking. It's either we put out content, we put out, you know, our work and everything, and eventually somebody will come across it and like it and discover us, or we make the opportunities ourselves. And I feel like, I don't know why, but it, it just, it just hit me. So that's why I'm here tonight. <laughs> making the opportunity myself, pretty much. Another point that I want to bring up in regards to finding a job and creating content, being discovered, all of that, is that 
for me, being a black woman, it's hard. It is really hard because I feel like me being a black woman, I have to put on a character. I have to present myself in a certain way that isn't me, that isn't my full authentic self. And now that I've kind of reestablished myself on Twitter and trying to rebrand myself as posting more of my work and everything, I'm, I'm trying to find other women like me that look like me and that do what I do so that way I don't feel so discouraged and so that way I can be like I can do this I can make it you know um as opposed to our white female counterparts it's it's a bit easier for them because not gonna lie you guys can do the bare minimum and still get top-notch jobs everything you know so that is another thing that I've noticed in regards to me finding a job and really feeling like I can make it just wanted to add that in but this is where I'm going to end my lovely little quarter life crisis episode it's not really a crisis it's more of realizations I will get into it some more though so look out for part two bye